Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Homeless at Large, uh, No Cost Ministries Homeless at Large podcast. <coughs> uh, we have a couple things to cover today. And uh, the first thing is, I want to cover something about Tucson. See, I, I was doing some reading last night and doing a little bit of research, and I found out that in 2019, between 2019 and 2020, uh, Tucson City homeless population has increased by 60%. Now, the bad part about that is the HUD between 2019 and 2020 got $84 million to the city of Tucson for homelessness. Now, think about that. $84 million to help the homeless. But the numbers between from 2019 increased by 60%. The original numbers from 2019 said that they only housed 131 people in 2018. They got over, they got, you know, they, all this money they're getting for the homeless. What are they doing with it? I'll tell you what they're doing it. with it. They're making new services, not housing. They're keeping these people in these services, getting them to sign up for these services, so they can keep money coming in. It's a racket, it's a sales market. It's a sales market. The government's lying to people. The government's been lying to people. See, the the homeless people aren't really the problem. What the problem is, is people got greedy. Hell, $84 million, you can uh, get a lot of people housed with that. That's a lot of housing. And they don't have any. So all these people out here with checks, they're stuck out here. Because they really can't afford rent here. What are they going to do? I'll bet you cities across America, if you look up the HUD funding for that city you're going to find that the money they get from HUD far exceeds an amount to house that city's population of homeless people that they have recorded in their point-in-time counts. They're just not doing it. See, especially in places like Tucson, you, you, these city councilmen, they're so crooked, they'll act like your friend to your face, but they're your foe. They don't care. These congressmen and these senators and this president cared so much. Why don't the people have stimulus checks yet? Why don't they have these $1,400 stimulus checks they argued over with Donald Trump for so long? Why don't they have them? Because we're just political talking points. People don't matter to these government officials. They don't give a crap. And the sooner people step up and face that, the better off we'll be. Because this country's full of a hypocritical government that says they care about the people and they don't. They're selling us out again. They're selling us out. They're selling out the American taxpayers. They're selling your jobs. Anything they can sell you. They don't care. 
They don't care if you're poor, broken, homeless. How do you fight that? When you got a population of people to think the homeless is a problem. You know, I've been saying it for years. The homeless people need to rise up. The homeless people honestly need to rise up. Now, I was going to call um, Ward 5 <coughs> today, but I never really got a chance, so I guess I have to do without that interview, but I'm going to intend on calling Ward 5 sometime next week, and I'm going to see about asking some questions about this money they got from HUD. Why aren't they building low-income housing districts with it? Or at least procuring land for low-income housing and getting some apartments built on it. That would be smarter than starting new services because they already have plenty of services. What about housing? If there's no housing to go to, they're going to remain homeless. I was reading in KLD News 13 that um, Section 8 is no longer being accepted by landlords. So they're no longer accepting people on Section 8. They're turning them down. Now I understand there's people that do damage. But you know what? That's why they need to make better housing districts for people like that. They need to put the high-risk damage people in an apartment complex made of brick. And you know what? That cures your damage problem. Brick walls. Damage gone. The less you put in front of them to damage, the less they damage. But no, the government would rather make services. You know why they might rather make services? Because it enables them to apply for that HUD grant again. And then most of it doesn't even go to the homeless. They get that homeless HUD grant and it, most of it doesn't even go to them. Only a portion of it does. They've given the homeless a real fair chance, haven't they? Yeah? They're really giving the homeless their fair square shot. But society, society has been told that we're the problem. See? So society hates us too. You know, the other day I was on Facebook. I got muted again on Facebook. I can't post on Facebook for 24 hours. Because I told some girl that her head was so swollen that she couldn't see past the tip of her own nose. And that when you lie and your word's no good, you're no good. I got muted for that. I'm censored on Facebook again. While she told me I was going to get shot and nothing happened to her. Nothing. Imagine that. I said nothing really wrong. She threatened me and told me I was going to get shot and she got away with it. She got away with it. Amazing, huh? Amazing, huh? You know, I was, I'm looking through Facebook and I'm seeing all these people saying end homelessness. How? You didn't start it. That's number one. Number two, to end homelessness, it's just no way. I don't understand people. I just don't understand them.
you know, I've been out here a long time, and they got these um, these refugees going into housing. I'm not, but they now get refugee housing. So they take priority over Americans for the refugees. It's amazing. The city government is, and then you know another thing about these hood grants. So Tucson is Pima County, okay? It's all one county, all of Tucson is part of Pima County. But they get two separate grants for county and city. So Pima County gets a grant, which all goes to the state of Arizona. Then the city of Tucson gets a grant, which is also Pima County. Boy, they're sure double dipping a lot, ain't they? Must be nice to get money for saying you're doing something that you're not really doing. Now, there's another thing I want to speak about. So I was doing some research the other day. And um, I wondered just how many of these point-in-time counts are actually accurate as to how many people are housed and not. How many people are, like me, just being pushed around, not really being housed. Because I'm sure there's plenty of them. You know, when does society finally step up and say they've had enough? When does somebody finally say it's time to be accountable for what you're getting, Mr. City Councilman? I think that somebody needs to do that. Everybody says they want to change things. Well, what happened to the good old-fashioned way? Doing it yourself. If a community of people would come together just the right way, we could do that. But no, they don't do that either. They don't do that either. Y'all think about what I just said in this segment. I'm gonna be looking for some more people to uh, speak to you out on the streets and we're gonna get this resolved. Have a great day. Sorry about that. We got disconnected somehow. So you were saying something about yeah. the park and everything funding what? Uh, let's see. We've got power bills. We've got uh, gas bills. All the different bills. Did you hear that stuff? So everything, everybody, everything everybody's paying every month, there is opportunity here to actually be able to tell what's going to happen with your money and it's going to be youth programs it's going to be prison programs but we're going to get our homeless off the street and on their feet and the number right now I heard was 4.5 million and that's unacceptable it is you know Arizona here in Arizona the numbers went up by 60% in the homeless population and the state got the, the city of Tucson got a forty-eight million dollar grant. Last year they got more than that, and you know the numbers went up. Really? Yeah, sixty percent. Well, I uh, 
I just, I also got a partnership going with some other charities that have a connection with a Hughes investment group. And mm. I gave them Tucson's zip codes to purchase property for us to start our project there. That would be beautiful, man. So, I've been started here for a long time, and you know it's unfortunate because nobody wants to join in. I, I do understand. Um, the difference is, is you can make a difference with a $0 donation and be part of the change. Right, and that's what people don't understand. Well, it's time to educate them. Yes, sir. You know, whatever happened to Liberty being a lifestyle of choice? Did we drop again, Chris? Uh, Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm here. My phone, okay. my phone acted stupid or something. I don't know. Yeah, so whatever happened to Liberty or lifestyle of choice, you know, free persecution from government officials? I thought everybody had their choice. Here, here's here's where the problem is, and this is how we can change it. It's we the people, and we're the ones that vote them in. We're the ones that put them where they're at, but we don't have to let them make all the decisions. We can tell them what to do, and they have to do what we want them to do. So I'm trying to get everybody on one common goal. We have a television series that'll be uh, coming out soon. We're looking for Beautiful. collaboration across the country. Uh, I need help there in Tucson um, because it's going to be called One Common Goal. And Sounds good. And if we can all do this one thing, we will fix so many problems. And we're going to create a support system for rebuilding of natural disasters and building them green. Uh, people have a choice now so like when I'm paying my power bill I'm paying it through a third party uh, and then it's going to the power company and go ahead Chris I lost you again Chris we lost you buddy I just, I just, there we go. I just saved one. I just saved my friend uh, like forty-seven percent on his electric bill, and now, oh, wow. now we're getting twenty percent of his bill. So, uh, cool. But another guy, it wasn't saving him forty-seven percent, but it did save him ten percent. Well, it saved him ten, and now twenty is getting donated to us. So beautiful. To me, this is a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is just, awesome. It's, it's something I've never heard of before, and they come at me with it. And um, and it took them a week to come back at me. Uh, but, you know, I, if any funding I've got, it goes toward helping uh, in the in the program. We just got two and a half acres here in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Illinois, and we're going to start building transitional housing here. Uh, I've got the University of Munich uh, working on the plan for it, and they're the they have a, a program there called Green City Planning, 
Uh-huh. They're they're doing, and they've never they've never designed anything for the United States before. So this will be the first thing that they do. But this is the international collaboration. I got. Right. So, so Chris, what would you think if I said that you could build tiny homes for free? Hello? Did we lose you? I think we lost you again, Chris. Your signal cut. Yeah, we're, I'm here. Okay, so uh, if I told you we could build it for free, I mean, as far as the structure-wise goes. Uh, well, for one, is it creating a job doing it? Yes. That's a good thing, okay? Because so I'm, I'm, if you... I'm most if definitely... You, Oh, there you go. Okay, got you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. So, look, uh, the cities do like a brush and bulky pickup. Yeah. Okay, so every year, these cities across America throw away thousands of dollars of usable building materials. It would take gas money to transport those building materials to the undisclosed site and drop them off to build tiny homes. Gas money. On something they're picking up anyway. If they if they would separate it, I could I could understand that. You know, if you were picking it up as gas money going to somewhere and picking up something that's been separated, but they also yep. somebody's gonna have to separate it. So you do a, so instead of doing it all at once, say usable building materials pick up that you want to throw away. That would still work. If you got a hot tub that you want to throw away. You could take the materials out of that. Time the screen blacks out. You guys lose me for a second. Um, if uh, what if what if you were able to to make a machine that actually it already is made that that makes material so fast you ain't got to worry about going anywhere and picking it up. You just got to worry about where you're taking it. Right. It makes it makes 120 feet of material a minute. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna put two of those in every state. Wow, that'd be awesome. 100, 1500 square foot frames a day. Every component. Beautiful. And we're gonna have a youth program in every community because they are the solution to every adult's problem. Right. You know what? You know what we solve a lot of the problems though. They call the homeless problem, but yet these cities officials they get all these grants from HUD, and they 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 hire they make more organizations, hire more people, but they don't hire homeless people. Why do they come housing for the low income? That's where we're going to create a job for them. I don't need them to go find a job. I'm going to create a job for them. So Beautiful. They have a purpose. Every person has a purpose, and right now. Right. A homeless person has to work harder to be homeless than they do if if they if they worked an eight hour job and and had a place to go and lay their head down. Um, well, yeah, and it's easier to help them than to push them along. Yeah, this, this is time for for purpose. Okay, right. I want people to build their own home, learn how to build it, and then help me help someone else learn how to build it. And when this is over, we're going to have all the homes built and no one will ever be thrown out again because hope will be in charge and hope belongs to everyone. 
So that's right. That that's what this is about. Okay. You can't take hope away. I'm not one of the big big conglomerates that were put together to make money. I'm put together to make salvation for our children and give them a legacy to live on. And that's what leaders about. It's a pay pay it back program. A lot of them, you know, Chris, like me, I was out there for 28 years, and everybody knows me. I know. And and, and I asked for help many times. Many times, and I never got it here. I know that. I got many people help, but I couldn't get it. And it's sad the way they do that stuff. It's you know? very sad. I mean, I remember when you got your apartment. Yeah, it was, it, and they waited it eight times. So, yeah, I mean, I've... I understand, bro. Um, that's why, you know. It's why that's amazing when they never found us. <laughs> they just want to hassle you, right? So, uh, and that's the thing. They, they 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 complain about the homeless people being on the street, but when they get in, they do nothing but hassle them and get them kicked out, and they're back on the street again. And nobody tells these stories of what really happened. Well, the thing is, is we're going to make it never happen. Right. We need to stop it from happening. And that's what I've been saying for years, Chris. That's what I've been saying for years. Why is it happening? I know. And now we're going to make it happen because I don't want people to talk about it. I want them to be about it. And you know, you know me, Chris. I'm about it. I'm all about it. It's just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have, my thing has always been the support. You know, I'll, I'll do most of the money work, but I need people that are willing to pitch in and right. say, yeah, let's do this. I'm not asking for your money. I'm not asking you to put it in my pocket. I'm asking people to put it in an organization's pocket where it goes to a direct source and to a direct cause, building material. Instead of giving it to that 501c3, put it to building material and let's build some homes for people. Well, we're fixing to do that. And... Until, until we have all the machines, I got a pro, I got a, a partnership with the largest manufacturer of steel studs in the country. Uh-huh. Nationwide distribution, so I have material in your community wherever you are. So if you hear my voice, if you hear this message, reach out to us, hopeforhousing.org, and tell me where you're at and what the problems are in that area so we can start addressing them. Well, help me start addressing the ones here. Well, I am. And see, I, I told you something you didn't already know. I've already sent the, the things off. They asked for 10 zip codes last week. I picked oh, seven, seven locations and I gave them all of the zip codes in each location. And Tucson happens to be one of them. Beautiful. Beautiful. So we might start making progress here. We most definitely are going to make progress. This is That's what- great, man. Listen, you, you know, I, I finally got somebody to agree to be my roommate. And, you know, it's 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 a good thing because somebody finally said, you know, I see more in you. Hey, let's come on, man. I probably needed a place to stay. I got that. And now I got a place to stay. And, you know, I kept my word to him. I told him I'd take part of his rent or half of his rent or whatever. And I, I, I'm more than fulfilled that. I don't, I don't, I don't have to, uh, you know, and that's all I needed was a place to lay my head where I wasn't being harassed, stolen from. It's, it's tough out there. Nobody, nobody realizes just how hard it is when everybody's against you already, you know? 
yeah, and it's time for people to have pride and stop the humility and and let them know that they have a purpose. There is a positive Somebody does care. And they're very valuable. So Yes sir. And once once everybody understands that and we start letting our children know, hey, it's it's we before me and stop That's right. it takes mine, the village. Mine, mine, mine. All right, people need to well, and the biggest problem I see is that the, the, the media created this homeless problem thing, so now everybody's out there pointing their finger at them. Oh, you're a drug addict, you're mentally ill, you gotta do this before I do this for you. But I want to help you, I want to help you, I want to help you. But all you want them to do is sign a list where they can get paid. Right. You know, and that's the thing, it's become too much of an industry for anybody to ever get help. They're not really helping. Well, here's the thing. They, really they, they count everybody as a category, not an individual. Right. And not everybody's story is the same. No one's story is the same. Everyone's story is different. And you can't take and treat, if you have all these different diseases, people are diseases in no way, shape, or form making and an example. If you have all these diseases and you put fear out there and so, you say this is for all of you, it's not going to fix it. And this is where we make a difference by thinking of tomorrow. I'm into that. If we care today, we will be fixing tomorrow. So, I don't ask anybody for donations. I ask you for information. If you give me information where it's at, I don't have to look for it. I don't have to wait for right. resources to look for it. I can put solutions to the problem with the same energy. Right. So if you go to landelevated.com, that's a great place to start with land. Oh, I I ain't gonna I ain't gotta look for land. I got I got it. I've got one of the largest okay. land buyers in the world sitting at, Beautiful. at my fingertips of a text message. So um, I got I got a message today from Concord, New Hampshire, and I said, give me a zip code. They gave me a zip code. I sent the zip code. I got a thank you when it was over. So nice. when when no other questions are being asked, I don't I don't have to say anymore. You understand? It's just we need people to take action and we need everybody to share everything we're doing on Facebook if it if it gets if it gets posted I don't care I'm supporting a lot of organizations so I, I post a lot of things because I want I want people to be aware and that's all we're trying to spread is awareness and if every right again a, a piece of people's power bills and their gas bills and their AT&T phone bills and their frontier and you name it. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable of the different things that are involved in this and they're giving us 20%. What can we do by taking 90% of the country spent, is splitting 10% of the money. 10% of the country has 90% of the money. If we could move even 10%, you know, even if we moved 3%, we would end homelessness. But if we ended 
right. man, we've created a workforce that will take care of the planet. We right. can do it from using our washers, dryers, refrigerators, stoves, water heaters, and cars, and never use another tree. That's right. So, you know, and that's the thing, Chris. You know, and that's what I've been saying all along: is that we don't need to uh, destroy anything on the on the planet to to house people, and it doesn't take millions of dollars. Oh, it, everybody, everybody's become so complacent on the government to quote-unquote end homelessness. And and I say it all the time, you can't end what you didn't start. Well, the thing is, is they just had... Alleviate the discrimination and the hate of the homeless. Here's one thing. I just had a homeless shelter in my county that, that celebrated 100 years. Okay, they've helped a lot of people in 100 years. Don't get me wrong, not bad-mouthing them. But no one has implemented a solution in 100 years give me a break right and that's sad is you, you because what they're doing is they're putting these people in these shelters making them sign this list and getting new grants every year and then shuffling them shelter to shelter to shelter they're not really alleviating the problem and the reason being is because of the definition of it's unfit for human habitation well what, what do they declare unfit for human habitation because people have been living on the streets for thousands of years Right, it's powerful. That is the first problem. So yes, sir. If if I could give them individuality, if it's family, they got their the family's going to be there. Uh, if it's not a family, that person's going to have a place to go and be their own person in their. Right. So I want them to have their individuality. Uh, I want you to dream. Uh, and the thing is, is when you're when you dream at night. And you wake up, and you might be, you know, just full of anxiety and all this, and you're wondering, you know, man, well, I don't even remember what the dream was, but man, it got me shook up. Well, the thing is, during the day when you dream, that is just a reality that hasn't happened yet. So, write it down. Share it with me. There is people out here that are specialists in what they do, and if we all do our specials, and or use our specialists out here uh, to teach and inspire. This will give you the support to, to continue dreaming and continue making things better. Because that's the only you know, Chris. One of the things I've always do is I've always wanted to help people. Right. You know, I've always wanted to help people. And I, I've helped a lot of people. Right. Anybody who knows me knows that. I've helped a lot of people. And I've always helped people. I always will because that's what I do best. I believe in saving lives. I believe in preservation, and it's key. You know, the more that's why I started No Cost Ministries after Homeless Advocate Connection got deleted because I was tired of everybody coming up and want to help you. You're just a drug addict. You're just they want to put this label on me that says they know me better than me. I already know my downfalls. Stop pointing them out to me. Stop tearing me down about them. Build me up. Once you build a person up and you anchor a rope in success, it's an easy achievement. But if you keep jamming the man a noose and telling him what's wrong with him, he's going to hang himself. Yep. 
And that's what you hand a man a noose and expect him not to hang himself with it. Just like all this opiate crisis. They hand people addictive, deadly substances that they know are addictive and deadly and say, don't get addicted. Well, here, I'm going to give you this addictive, deadly substance. Then some of the people we've handed to have gotten addicted to. Right. And don't get addicted. You know, and it's a sabotage. It's a sabotage. It's a takeover. See, mindless people that believe in government control and it's wrong. It's wrong. Government don't control well, here's nobody. The thing. You know, when you, can... when you look at, at, at drugs, alcohol, whatever, if, if it's being abused, it's usually because that person's trying to escape from reality. Because reality right. around them is sucking. And you need, they need joy. They need something to keep them motivated to move forward. Not to not to stay in that realm. And if we were able to empty all the shelters in the country and give people individuality, but also give them the support now to get themselves right. And when you give them to me healthy, I'm going to give them a future. But they are going to be part of the future. So what part of humanity this is the most inhumane thing I've ever seen is why is it okay for a homeless person to be outside it's not in no way shape or form should anyone go to sleep at night and think what's going to happen to it's okay and I tell people that's got money that's got this that and the other I tell them Hey, when you get off when you get off work right here, you walk outside and you go get in your truck. Oh, your keys don't work. Now you got to find a ride home. Now I want when when you get on the bus and whatever you're doing, and you make yourself over there to your house. You're ready to walk in the house. Realize your key don't work. That ain't your house. Okay. Now who who are you gonna call? Because you don't have a cell phone. Your cell phone don't work. What are you gonna do? How helpless are you going to feel just being in that position, let alone literally being with no one? Yeah, and I felt that way for years, Chris. I felt that way for years. Where no, I felt like I had nobody. I know. It was horrible. Everybody just. It was horrible. And that's the part where we can change it, and and we can change it by, you know, we need. Reaction. I just put an action in place. I just gave you an action. I gave everyone an action. What is going to be your reaction yes, to my action? My reaction is to feel that action. And if we do that, and I ain't asking anybody for anything but other than sharing a message, correct? Amen to that. So, if... Well, and that's what we're here for, Chris. That's what me taking that step to put some action behind the reaction. You know, we're here to share this message because I believe that you got something important to say. I believe that you got a good thing going and I believe you got a good, you know, you got to start at something better than what we had before. That is correct. We have have something that can cause momentum tomorrow. Right. They can shift the measures the other way. And that's that thing. Just that little measure of hope to know this somebody really cares. But now we have an app. Okay? So, it is a shopping app 
you have to become a member. It costs $25 a year to be a member. But you get oh, cash man. back when you go and spend your money. You go to Walmart, spend money, you get cash back. But wow. you also make a donation to us at the same time. So Beautiful. that is on our Facebook page as well. And those are the kind of things that, you know, people need to understand what that link means. They, it says, it says, you know, it has our logo and it says dynamic pay on it. But realize what that company has done. They've created a platform that gives you money back. I've never been to Walmart before and got cash back. Right. Unless you ask for cash back out of your own checking account. Right. Okay. You got a Capital One card. You know, they give you 2% cash back if you use it. Wow. You're going to get whatever rebate you're going to store. Wow. You're getting 10% at the Nike store. And so you bought a $200 pair of shoes, you get $20 back plus the 2% that you were getting on your card. So this is wow. a remarkable thing. So this is this is something that's remarkable. It's beautiful. And it's in our hands. And all we got to do is share. We get everybody. And here's the other part. I got even one even better than that. Nobody does anything without being paid. So I figured out a way to pay you to share this message. And... Once you become a member and you share this message, it for every person that signs up to the message or to the to the membership that you you referred them, you get a ten. So now everybody wow. can pay just by doing some social media right now. But amen to that. You know, if 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 you'd have woke up this morning and realized that the things that can change and, and, and they're going to change tomorrow you would have a different outlook on the way you woke up this morning because this is real open your eyes come out of the dark open and come into the light and when everybody's lights lit up it's going to be so bright we're all going to wear shades just a measure of hope man just a measure of hope makes you no, smile doesn't it that's the part where I want to give you hope that's real not something you have to dream about. It's actually a dream that's already coming through. Because Beautiful. I've had to dream it. You know what I mean? I've dealt with it for 15 years to get it to the point I'm at. But I'm at the point where I can say, all of you are my partner. Help me. Give me 20 minutes out of your day and share this message. And as you share it, if you do it in this order, I'll pay you to do it. Amen to that. So, Chris, can you name that app, please, so we our listeners can download it and uh, we can have some people start getting paid. I want to start telling some homeless people about this. I'll be sharing the podcast on my Facebook and in a bunch of groups. Can we name the app? Uh, it is well. The app is on my on my page um, on on Hope's page. So you cut you type in capital letters Hope, put in housing our people everywhere. Or just type in housing our people everywhere. People need to remember what hope is. And I give people a double dose of it. I tell you, humans on planet Earth housing our people everywhere. Giving us a peace of mind. Yeah. And this is peace on Earth and it's in your hand. If you show me the palm of your hand, I will show you we can do anything together. 
if you don't tell me it's Tommy or Amen to that. me is guarded situation that you can't do anything if I'm falling. You can't grab me and pull me out because you have no way of gripping me. So I'm telling everybody to get a grip and get ready because we're going to start an inferno that will not burn you. And my goal is to start a fire in your heart that right. water will never put out. It already has, man. That fire was started long ago, my brother, but now there's a little bit of hope behind it. There's something there, you know. You got a good thing there. Of something that will never crumble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You put, there's even ways of doing the, the insulation that your house is already sprayed for bugs. No, no rodents. Yes. This is a way to change it and give a green future. The material can be recycled a hundred times and still be the same material it was the first time because it loses no molecular structure during the recycling process. Beautiful. And in 2000, I'll, I'll Beautiful. Chris, we lost you again. Hold on a minute. We lost you. Chris? Bill? Yeah, I'm here. Chris, you there? You got me? There we go. In 2007, yeah, I, I built a home out of recycled cars from Hurricane Katrina. I built it in the middle of the woods with cordless screw guns to prove I could do it in any jungle on the planet. I used five guys that never touched the material before in their life. It's an 1,800-square-foot home with nine-foot ceilings. Bathroom. And the garage and attic are the same temperature as the house. It maintains 68 degrees nice. when it was 103 outside without central air being on. Wow. It was built with no dumpster. And it was deemed by every inspector the best built home in the city. Now... Beautiful. What could we do if we taught them to do this every day? We could do miracles, man. Anything. We could always we can do anything. Millions. We put our anything we want, anything we put our mind to. That's right. We need everybody to reach their palm out and show me the pink side, because I don't care what continent you come from. We lost you. If it ain't, it's just because you work really, really hard. Right, your palm, you, we kind of lost you. Your, like, so your palm is what? Every person. Yes. Every human being, but we're not being human. Okay? Time to change. No, we're not. And if we change, and we start yes, working sir. with our eight-year-olds, by the time they're 18... The eight-year-olds at that time would never know there was a homeless problem. Okay? We can fix it. That's right. And we can fix it now. And we can make sure by putting stitches and antibiotics in the wound, we'll make sure this infection never comes back. Because we'll use the band-aids that are out there. And that's what I call them. I call them band-aids. But we'll use the band-aids because they're going to be our social workers. They're going to be doing the health services. This is the part we need. But 
We don't need them to use 75% of their resource to try to house somebody when they don't know what they're doing. Okay, that's point blank. Right. You got to leave a moment to know who they are. Nobody wants them. You're a, you are a category. Okay, that is something that right. sounds like cattle to me. I want to change. Yeah. We're like cattle, but we're oh, also an no, industry. We most definitely make sure people stay alive. I had someone that worked at a, at a shelter, and uh, I, I met her at a gas station. Um, I said, hey, have you heard about this? She, she looks at me when I'm done, and she says, please don't do that. And I said, well, she said, because I work at a shelter. I said, yeah, what, what shelter you work at? And this stupid woman tells me. And I said, hey, let me show you something. And then I happened to show her that the national office, even though her local office doesn't, her, the national office supports me. We lost you. Okay, now you're back. They support me. The national office does. And I said, nice. I better hope I don't call it in and make sure you don't have a job to go to. Because she was worried about her paycheck. Okay? And it was yeah. sick to me. I almost threw up on her. I told her, I said, you make me sick. I said, I said, I want to throw up on your shoes right now. It's sad the way the homeless kid treated today. Listen, it's sad. It's not going to be, it's not homeless anymore. So let's change that. Your housing challenge, and I challenge you to a house. You, they want it? Come get it. Show me. Stand up with me in every city I'm across here. the country and say hope is here and we're here to stay. And it's here today. Yes. That's it. Come on. Beautiful. I'm ready to see the uprise. I accept that challenge. Uprise. Hope is here and it's here to stay. that need me the most. Who, who, who out there is going to care about you if you're not going to care about yourself? I care about it. So here it That's is. It. You have, I'm telling you that you are housing challenged, but I'm challenging you to a house. And if you want one that you can call home because you helped me build it, I'll come stand next to you and we'll put them screws in and we'll stand this dude up. I accept your challenge. Let's let's make this thing happen. That's where I'm at. And I got something that I can include every local business in your community for this one common goal. So I don't care what community you're in. Challenging y'all. Every business can be involved in this. And I can promote their business across the nation. Selling their products outside the community. Bringing the money back to the community. So, Chris, let's give your uh, website again, okay. and uh, and then tell people how we can get in touch with you. Housing.org. and you can call 309-426-3619 or text. Go on Facebook and go for housing our people everywhere your birthday 
okay? You can do you can do fundraising for every event. You you can pick housing our people everywhere. We are in there. So I Yes, I see the page. What is in your hands right now? The future for your great grandchildren, because your children out there, yes, from first grade up, we have a purpose for them. And for one, I've been partnering with restaurants across the country. So, what we're going to do here? is we want to be able to offer them dinner from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock being made by chefs all over the country. Have a culinary arts program. Have restaurants that have went out of business open back up and be community driven because your kids are cooking the food in there for you. Teach them yes. have the gardens to teach them every little well, part of what life is and how it Now that's changing the face of homelessness, man. Done. It's not I think we lost you a second here. Your housing challenge. Now that's now that's changing the face of the housing challenge. That's changing the face. See, and that's that's something people out there have been looking for for a long time. It's just somebody to give them that little measure of hope, that little bit of positivity, instead of all the finger pointing that people do. And that's you know once they see that, once they see that, it changes the world for them. It gives them something to strive for better than and where they were at. It changes the world for them. It changes the world around them. Yes, yes, it changes people's view. When when when, and when the way people they look, look at, at people, they judge them by the story. They look at their story, and you get a judgment. Okay, I love it I love it when I walk up and somebody judges me to my look because about the time they catch eye contact with me I'm going to open my mouth and then you're going to realize who it was you just ran into because every person out there you will not pass anyone you will not stand next to them at a gas station you won't be at a red light you won't be at a at standing on a corner you won't pass them on a sidewalk Every person you now have something in common with, you all have hope. That's right. So I want you That's right. something to unite us. Ooh. And it takes unity to have a community. Right now you have you have a so-called community, but it's not a community because you are all alone. People think about me, myself, and I. It needs to be we before me. So we take the M and we flip it That's over right. and it's a W. And now we got something moving right. Stop with this. Stop with this negative. There you go. And do something positive. Well, you know, sometimes people got to see the negative to, to get to the positive. And then that's why I'm... Homeless shelter. How much of it do you want to see? Your entire life of it? Or do you want to be part of the future? Because... We're not here to suck. I want to be part of the future. We're not here just to breathe and and get what we can take off of it and enjoy what we can get out of it. We are here to take care of thy brother and sister. We're here to help each other. That's 
we are one race, the human race. So, whenever that's right. I want everyone it's to just think a of everyone it's as different. equal because equality will be what prevails. That's right. I'm not stop, yes, sir. Stop what a powerful message, And I always have been. So I never want that to stop. But what I want to do is ignite. Yeah. And when I. We lost you. Hold on, Chris. Yeah, I'm here. We so, lost you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead now. Start that ignition, and and I start that fire in their heart that water will never reach. This is the inferno that never burn you. You're not going to die in a house. That's right. We're going to get rid of the having to have so many firemen because sooner or later all of these things are going to burn down. But when they do. We're not going to build it back out of something that was made from Mother Nature. That's the difference. We've only been building it right. for 200 years. Why do we think that is the answer? It ain't never gave us equality. It's not the answer. One thing it's given is nope. rich it's people richer. Division. Well, see, that's right. Division. I, I do like division. I like division in in a positive way, and I want you to think about this because you think of adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing. You think of subtracting and dividing as a negative. I'm going to tell you that that division is a separation over there, and it needs to be over there for a reason. What it does is it takes. Yeah. Say I I I, I me. I'm gonna. I'm trying to teach three people something. There's four of us. As soon as I teach those four people, I'm gonna divide, and I'm gonna separate these four people. And now each of them are gonna go show four people, and that first division multiplies. Become the most. The next division. Multiplies again. Yes. The next division multiplies again. But if we work as a division, when it's over, and when we send in our unit, you know, our troops, those troops are a unit. We're sending in a unit. So it's right. Yes, unity. And we're also sending in a division. thing is, is when we send in a division, a yes. division is all of those multiples together, and then we send in this whole, this whole set, it's called a division, but over here on down the beach, we send in another division, because we divided our, our big time. So now it's just five. You get me? Every time we divide, yes. we get stronger. Right. Every time we'll divide, we will get stronger because we will stay united. This is the United States. You've never seen it unite before. Is this a better reason? Have you ever heard of a better reason not to? Never. You know, so Chris, I'll tell you what. Okay. I accept your challenge. And um, I, 
I hope some of our listeners do. I'm pretty sure they will. Um, you know, I've, I used to have a lot more listeners, but uh, it'll come back. It's just a matter of time. I got to get off my lazy duff and stop, uh, you know, this, all this. I, I had to take a break for a while, man. All the, it got to me. It got to me in a way. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to come back. And when I get back in full stride, you know, the listeners will come. I'm not worried about that. They, they can delete it all they want, but the listeners are going to come. I give a message of hope to people. I've helped a lot of people, and I'm still going to promote hope to people. Hope is the number one thing that lifts people onto their feet. Every day, everyone makes a hope of a new, better beginning, lifts people to their feet. And without hope, there's nothing. And you and that's the thing that I'm people is, look, when you're out there tearing people down, that gives them no hope. It just makes them feel worse. So when you promote a little bit of hope and show them that there's success at the end of the tunnel, put a little light there so they can see, hell, you'd be surprised at what they do. They're promoting hate and discrimination and I don't like you and you're a problem and that promotes a problem. That's right. That doesn't make you the solution, it makes a problem. Because now these people don't trust you, now they don't want to be around you, and they ain't going to let you help them. But when you go out there with a positive attitude saying, you know, we're going to get you housing, there's a difference there when you say, hey, look, there's a house. I mean, I, I went in November, I had a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old and their father in November, and they had a couple hours. And they came, and they built the trusses for a tiny home. And we put a queen-size bedroom up in the trusses. And, uh, but they built it in two hours, and they didn't wow. even live in that community. Where they live, they don't have a problem, but they did have a couple hours. So this is a way that family units can work together and come out and change somebody's life forever. But you're going to change your own, too, because now... That's, that's what does that mean? Yeah. So, Chris, it was a wonderful show. Thank you for coming on, man. And um, I'm going to be putting this on my Facebook page. I'm going to be putting it on No Cross Ministries. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'll be putting a link to both the app and uh, Hope on my on No Cross Ministries page. Um, and I'll also share it to uh, Homeless at Large group. Uh, Chris, it was a wonderful thing talking to you. Uh, I accept your challenge, and I'm hoping that most of Tucson will accept it as well because right. together we can Can't make a difference and make a change. Yes. That's right. No one person can do it by... It has to be a community. It takes a village. The whole village. In your community will give an equal opportunity. Yes, bless sir. You, brother. God bless you. Man, God bless you. All right. Bye. All right, brother. Thank you. Good evening, y'all. This is another episode of uh, Manufacturing Homelessness. Uh, on uh, Homeless at Large uh, podcast. Um, and uh, one of our sponsors is Anchor. Uh, totally free podcasting. They have tools to help you uh, from start to finish with your podcast. 
they advertise for you they get your sponsors you can get paid and the best thing is it's all free so join me podcast or with anchor make your own podcast get paid and learn the process it's a great thing um so last time we talked about uh the way the the system is manufactured basically their own homelessness they've uh it's it's through their oppression now we're going to talk today this is uh, another segment here we're going to talk today about the persecution of the poor and the way that they're treating the homelessness they manufactured now you know i've been out there a lot and i've been seeing a lot of police action on the homeless and they've been they've, they've even made it here in tucson to where basically if you see a homeless person you're supposed to call the police so the police are responsible for charity now they're outreach you know that's kind of overloading our police departments isn't it don't our police have other things to do besides respond to somebody camping somewhere i mean come on now look whatever happened to calling a church whatever happened to god's house you know jesus said that the church's responsibility is to take care of the poor his people so why are we calling the police on the poor Look, so now you got these police out there. Every time somebody calls the police, now look, I was at a camp down here on Grant. They come in, they didn't announce themselves, they just cut my tarps. They cut big holes in my tarps. So that's how they treat the homeless people. Now, what if that homeless person had to move on and they got stuck in the rain without the tarp? You know, first they had shelter, now they got nothing. The police go destroying their property, they don't care. It's sick. It's disgusting. And it has to stop. How long can we go on like this? How long can the poor continue to endure being targeted by a system that's corrupted that's corrupt and made and manufactured homelessness due to the lack of responsibility of HUD funding? It's disgusting. You know, you can you can take HUD funding, and it's like a charity network. So HUD takes all this money, and they decide where it goes to help with times of need, right? So they they, they build these low-income housing, whatever. But the city of Tucson, instead of investing in low-income housing, has invested in another corporation. Another mental health organization, another uh, homeless organization, and a policing... City after city, you're seeing it on the news, they're doing these homeless camp raids. So what's the idea here? <clears throat> they're getting a HUD funding to help the poor, but what are they really doing to help the poor? 28 years on the street says they ain't helped me much. That says they ain't helped me much. And I'm willing to bet you, eventually I'm gonna go out there and get out there and start talking to homeless people, and you're gonna hear some stories. Right now, I'm just doing a little bit of getting started. I want to gain an audience. So when the stories go out there, they're heard. But y'all listen. The fact is, they're out there giving people tickets for petty things. Petty things. You know, they, they, they take their drinking fountains out of all the parks where the homeless go. So what are the homeless people supposed to do in 110 degree weather when they're thirsty? What the hell are they supposed to do? There's no public bathrooms, so you, what does a homeless person do when they got to go to the bathroom? There's no bathrooms open. 
You can't use a Circle K bathroom. Listen, the way they're treating the poor is cruel and inhumane. And what we need to do is, uh, I'd really like to see if I can find a lawyer somewhere, because I'd like to press a, uh, a class action suit. I want to get a bunch of poor people, a bunch of homeless people together, and just file a class action for cruel and unusual uh, treatment and inhumane treatment of the poor and the homeless. They're treating them indignant. They want everybody to social distance, but you know what these shelters do? They cram 200 people into a little fucking building and put them all together. Social distance, right? Everybody else social distancing, but the poor ain't. The homeless ain't. They're being crammed together like sardines in big buildings. Where disease already runs rampant. But they call that adequate housing or adequate, uh, what's it called? Habitable premises. They call that habitable. Well, what about COVID-19? These shelters are full. One of them has over 200 people in it. They're all in one big room. Social distance there? Nah, the beds are more than not, not, not six feet apart. I can tell you that right now. So when do we end the persecution of the poor? When do we stop it? When does somebody finally speak up for the poor? Instead of speaking out against them. Oh, there's the problem. Look at that trash. Well, what about the trash society throws out the car windows? <coughs> Aren't you just as much as responsible as the poor? Hell, I see other people in parks. It's not just the homeless trash in places. Sure, they do their share. But society does their share too. Why are you going to just point your finger at the homeless? It's not like other people don't do it. If you're gonna point your finger at somebody, maybe you should make sure there's no fingers pointing back at you. And anytime you point your finger, there's three of them pointing back at you. That means you've done it three times more than the person you're pointing at. But here, the poor is the problem. It's a homeless problem. There are people out there right now selling heroin to the homeless. They're targeting the homeless, and this heroin is, is, is supposed to be like 85% pure fentanyl. People are dropping left and right. Homeless people are dropping everywhere of fentanyl overdose. Fentanyl. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And you know what? The homeless population is growing. It's still growing, and it's about to get a lot worse. You remember this, when you're out there persecuting the poor, you're out there thinking it's funny to bully them, there's going to come a day where you're going to be in their spot and you're going to wish you hadn't bullied them because you're going to need their help. And when they, you need their help and you bullied them, they're probably not going to want to help you. If you went out there and beat up some of the homeless people, you're going to go out there and they're going to be scared of you, so they're not going to want to help you, they're going to run away from you. You're screwing yourself. Because this economy ain't getting no better. Look, Joe Biden just lost 1.1 million jobs. That ain't going to get the economy no better. That means more people are going to be homeless. So all you people that sat out there and laughed at the homeless, pointed your finger at them and laughed at them, called them mentally ill and just, you're just a disease. Nobody wants you. You're a problem. 
Yeah, you're about to be homeless too. Congratulations. You're about to join us. How do you feel now? Not so arrogant now, are you? You see, it's all coming back full string. It's all going to come back at you. Remember that. So before you go out bullying homeless people, before you go out laughing at them, before you go out, get a job, you bum. Why don't you think about what happens if you become that man? What happens if you become homeless? Who are you going to rely on to teach you how to live? Because some of these people out here in these cars and trucks and these people with fancy jobs and shit, they don't know how to live out there. Something happened and by God, they lost everything. They, they wouldn't survive. Specifically, if they've been out there bullying around the homeless, they'd never make it. They wouldn't make it. <clears throat> Good thing people like me are primitive survival experts. We know what we're doing. Because I'll tell you what, the life we live is no easy life. I know y'all think it's all peachy cookies and cream, but it's not easy. It hurts. You think sleeping on a hard ground feels good? Unable to afford a meal sometimes? Sometimes you go to bed hungry two, three days in a row. You think that feels good? You think it feels good to wonder where you're going to be able to take a shower? You think it feels good to be walking down the street and have nowhere to go to the bathroom and end up crapping your pants? That don't feel good. That's not funny. It's cruel. But these people won't let you use the bathroom. But I'll bet you the same people go to church every Sunday and it's, look at me, Jesus. I'm putting money in the offering plate. Boy, Jesus really needs money, don't he? Oh, wait. Maybe it's not money he wants. No, it's not money. Because he said to render that unto Caesar. That belongs to Caesar. What are you renting unto God? Nothing. Get a job, you bomb. That's what you're renting unto God. Right? But you go to church every Sunday and you're going to give Jesus $5, right? think that's going to get you into heaven? I don't. Good luck with that. Keep going to church and giving that five dollars, all right? Let's see when, we'll find out, I'll see if I see you in heaven. Because you know what? I went out and handed out a piece of bread to people. I went out and handed out a, a meal or a, something to get, something to eat, something they needed. Sometimes something they wanted. But let's see if your five dollars get you into heaven every week, every Sunday in church. After, then after that, within 10 minutes, you tell that homeless person, get a job, you bum. Remind, it reminds me of a story in the Bible of the Pharisee and the homeless person in the church. Pharisee in his fine linen, purple robe. Look at me, God, I'm so gay. That guy can only put two cents. Look at me, I got big money here. That didn't get him into heaven, did it? But y'all keep persecuting the poor. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all want to help the homeless? Let me tell you how to help the homeless. And I said this on Facebook, and I'm going to say it again. Hold the government accountable for the money they're getting to help the poor. These taxpayers, you taxpayers, instead of getting on the poor, calling it their fault, maybe you ought to get on the government. You know why? Because some of these people can't even get jobs. 
Maybe you ought to get on yourself. Go look in the mirror and ask yourself, will I hire that homeless person before you tell him to get a job, you bum? Would you hire him? If you weren't hiring, then you need to think about how many other people weren't hiring. And maybe have a little bit of empathy. Because you know what? I can't tell you how many times I've, I, my, my hopes were shattered when I applied for jobs and got told I wasn't qualified before I even had an interview. I'm not qualified. But yet they're going to tell me, get a job, you fucking bum. That's damaging. It's damaging. Look, all I'm asking is that y'all think about how you treat people, especially the poor. You take yourself and you put yourself in that position, and how would you want to be treated? Would you want to be treated the same way? If you wouldn't want to be treated the way you're treating them, maybe you should stop treating them that way. Because really, y'all, it ain't no peaches and cream out there. The grass ain't greener out there just because you think it is. These people aren't lazy. Most of them are very hard workers. They just have nothing left to cling to, so they get into drug addiction and become lazy. They don't have no hope of getting a job, so why not? can't just go out there and push around people simply because they're poor and there's nothing they can do about it because now it's getting to where there's going to be a, a civil war an uprising of the homeless because I've been spreading the word I'm spreading the word the homeless are getting ready to stand up and, and take their rights back take their humanity back listen folks we're all human we're people we have feelings too we are people, we are human, we have rights, we are the homeless at large, and we are everywhere. Good morning, everyone. This is Roy Sterling Trout, and welcome to another podcast of uh, Homeless at Large by No Cross Ministries. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's start with um, uh, a shout out to our sponsor. Um, we're on Anchor FM, uh, it's an app in your phone, you get it from the Play Store, you can get it on Apple, iTunes, wherever. Anyways, uh, it's a great app, teaches you how to make your own podcast, it's step-by-step uh, directions, and uh, they'll help sponsor you, they'll help you get sponsors, they'll put your podcast on different platforms. Anchor FM, why don't you give them a shot? Alright everyone, so today I want to talk about a little bit of about uh, high-dollar uh, government officials. Um, how they seem to live high on the hog while the rest of America uh, suffers. These government officials are taking advantage of the American people. And then they got you believing that somehow or another they're helping you. I don't see how being $21 trillion in debt with other countries is helping. I see it as a problem. But you see, everybody thinks these government officials, I, I seen the problem this morning. These government officials don't think America will ever go broke. Well, how do they figure that there's unlimited budget for America? That's your tax dollars they're talking about there. When's America going to start holding the American government uh, accountable? Hey, where's our money going? Where's our tax dollars going? We don't see them in action. Why? 
Look, in Venice, they are starting to ticket people for being homeless. That's how they deal with the problem? That's how they deal with it? Are you kidding? You know, I was reading in the LA, um, CBS LA Now, or whatever it is, it's some news station, I guess, where they're having all kinds of problems with fires that homeless people set. And they're getting calls about small fires. Well, why is everybody calling the police? What that homeless person is trying to cook? I mean, come on. Just because they have a barbecue pit out and don't have a home, you're going to call the fire department on them. What, they're not allowed to cook? What if they bought food? They're not allowed to eat? They have to go to a shelter to eat? They can't eat their own food, pick what they want. People think homeless people are incapable or something. We're not. We're perfectly capable. Society needs to stop looking at us as less than. Start looking at us as equals. Then and only then can we become part of society. You act like we don't have the same needs you do. People just want a reason to blame the homeless, and that's what it's about. Meantime, your tax dollars get taken for a program that doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Then you go to church and give offering plates, pass around your money there so that they can not do what they're meant to do. Because they don't help the homeless people here in America. Even the churches call the cops on the homeless people. Did you forget that was God's house? Jesus helped who? The poor. Nope. Jesus came to save the saved already. He came to pull the man out of the fire that was already in the fire. Or out of the fire. He didn't come to save the one that was in the fire. He came to save the one that was already out. That's what the fire department comes for too. They come to save the ones that aren't in the fire. Make sense? No, call the police on the homeless. Don't call the church. They can't do nothing. God can't do nothing for these people. We got to find a reason. Nancy Pelosi has an $80,000 furniture budget. How many of you have an $80,000 furniture budget? Who's really being lied to? Is our government really telling us the truth? Are the homeless people really the problem? Probably not. More than likely not. Actually, let's make it no. Society has a problem. It's called high-level government living high in the hog. Off the sweat, off your brow. Go out there and beat yourself to death working. And they live high in the hog while you suffer.
Paycheck to paycheck, wondering if you'll have a job next week. What a life, huh? Wouldn't you like to be a government official? Sit in the office all day, AC. Perfect job. Scamming the American working people. Get to lie for a living. When's the last time you actually seen a politician do what they said they were going to do? None of them have. That's why we're in the problems we have today. Because none of them have. Donald Trump came close. He did more than anybody else. Meanwhile, these politicians live in million-dollar mansions. While you live in an apartment, two-bedroom, paying extremely high rent and getting raped for utilities. And they're raising taxes. You know why? Because they need a new garage. The other one's full of cars. Maseratis. Their collection, you know. Tax money at work. That's why our roads are shitty. Drive the roads in America and tell me why is Nancy Pelosi's driveway pretty smooth? Like smooth as a baby's bottom. Her cars don't get tore up in her driveway. She never drives them. They'd rather let America pay for a big bulletproof limousine. The most expensive limousine. You know, it's not like they could go to a thrift store and buy this limousine. It's a one of a kind. They don't make another one. Limousine. Imagine the budget on that. But the ones who made that money to buy that limousine, who worked for that money, they can't afford that limousine. But she worked for it, that's for sure. Think about it, folks. I'm going to say this again. Government accountability to the people. The people need to start asking questions. Stop believing the news. They're not telling us the truth either. Think about that, folks. Homeless problem? I don't think so. Never.